Hello, everybody. Today, we are going to do a sculpt along with air dry clay sculpting a dog. If you would like to grow as an artist and you can't afford an art class, we've got everything you need here at ArtProf, critiques, tutorials, and professional development. We do have a whole bunch of reference photos that I prepared in advance. These were shot specifically for sculpture. And you can see I've included all different points of view from above, close-ups of Maggie's various claws, and also a whole bunch of close-ups of her face as well. This is really important because if you don't have comprehensive reference photos, and you only can see one view, it's really frustrating to work on a sculpture that way. I'm gonna get started by looking at the side view because actually the first thing I need to do is not sculpting, but I need to cut some styrofoam. And by the way, everybody, if you would like to get some information about the reference photos, the link to those is in the YouTube video description below. And you don't have to sculpt with me. You can draw Maggie or you can draw something else. You could draw Pedro Pascal. Doesn't matter. I just love that you guys are all here with me. And if you want information about any of the art supplies that I'm using today, that information is also in the YouTube video description below. The way I'm going to do this is I will be sculpting for a little while. And then I'll take breaks every now and then to read the chat because I can't make art and read the chat and talk at the same time. So if you have a question that you wanna ask me, post it in the chat and then I'll go back up and read the chat when I'm taking a break to answer questions. Okay, the reason that I have this styrofoam here it's basically so that I can build a block of volume that approximates the form. And then that way I don't have to use as much air dry clay, which is really nice because then you save a lot of money on the clay. So I think what I'm gonna do first, all right, so I'm looking at this side view and really the mass I'm trying to get is in the body. The head is almost a separate thing. I may not even need styrofoam for the head. So I'm just gonna focus on this part. The type of styrofoam you want to use, it really doesn't matter. Actually, the one that I really prefer, this is one that you can get at Michael's and this one's a lot easier to carve. It's not as messy. This I just had, <laughs> I didn't have time to go out and get the good styrofoam. So this is the annoying styrofoam that makes all these little pellets, but whatever, it'll just have to do. All right, so I'm gonna take the styrofoam, I'm trying to approximate. So I, I just take my hands and actually I should take the block the base that I'm gonna be working on. And I just take my hands and I try to approximate, okay. Head's about that big. Okay, so this is probably too wide. I'm gonna start by just cutting with a utility knife 
down the middle, shave that off. I mean, the good thing about styrofoam is if your armature, if your styrofoam is too big, you can always cut it. If you make an armature that's too big, that is a pain in the butt. And you can fix it. It's like open heart surgery. It's a pain in the butt. But this is a lot easier because if I ever get to a point where the styrofoam is in the way of the clay, I can easily carve away at that. I think I'm going to round off these edges. So let's just take the utility knife and cut a couple of those edges off. because she does have this slant. By the way, if you don't know who Maggie is, Maggie is my sister-in-law's dog. And she and I have spent a lot of time together since we moved to Salt Lake City. She's a total weirdo. And she's always in my way. If I'm going to the fridge, to get something to eat, she's standing in front of the fridge. If I need to get to the dishwasher, she's standing in front of the dishwasher. I don't know how she does it. She's very smart. Okay, now this is also a really helpful view because now I can see that the form is mostly in the front and the rear is a little bit less. Okay, that view is not very helpful right now, but this view is. Okay, so the thigh may not be under styrofoam because I'm going to need the thigh to look more separate. So let's stay on that one. I, th I think really all I need to do is just round out these corners. I think they're just too harsh. Oh, this is a horrible mess. I really wish I had the good styrofoam. Well, whatever. Just make do. This is just messy. I mean, it's not impossible to deal with. Now, here's the thing. If you look at the reference photo, she is up against the edge of the couch. And I actually have not decided yet. I think I might want to include the couch because one of the things I like about this is seeing her weight, seeing her sink into the couch. Let's see. Who's here in the chat? Yay, we have so many people hanging out. Tell us in the chat who here is going to be making art with me here in the studio. Manette says, a drawing of a dog I've been meaning to paint. I don't know why I'm so afraid of painting and drawing my pets. Think I'm more afraid to get them wrong than when I paint people. <laughs> well, Pets don't tend to complain as much as people. Anna has a good question. What makes a reference photo specific for sculpture? It's really getting multiple points of view. So I really do a 360 view around, and then I shoot some from above and up close. You know, if I'm just doing a portrait, I don't need more than one reference photo, but for 3D, I have to do a lot. And actually, Maggie was a pain about it because she spends 80% of her day sleeping on our couch, okay? That is most of her existence. And yet it was hard to get these photos because she'd either wake up or she'd notice me and move her head. And I think I must've tried six times 
to get these reference photos before I was able to do a total 360 around her. So shooting photos for sculpture, you really have to go into it knowing what you are after. Cool, artist fab, tidying up my space, working on the March art dare. Dane's dwelling, I'm working on a polar bear painting from a photo I took at the zoo. Cool, and Crispy is making an armature. I'm actually going to be doing an armature stream at some point because I know a bunch of people in the Patreon group were really interested in seeing that. Probably next month, maybe in May. Today's sculpture, I'm not going to be using an armature because it's a little bit easier. Oh, <laughs> do Maggie and Buddy like each other? They're really fine. I mean, it's funny. Buddy sort of doesn't care about the guinea pigs. Like Maggie, like, smacks her lips when she sees the guinea pigs. <laughs> but yeah, they got along right away. Thank God. Oh, we were really worried about that, actually. Oh, C. Harris is currently sculpting my old deceased dog. Well, I think that's such a wonderful engagement that you can have with your dog. Making a sculpture of them is a really beautiful moment. We also have Frey Botif working on my BFA sculpture right now. Great. And we have Michael making endless thumbnails for the art dare. Fantastic, everybody. All right, let's get back into the styrofoam. Still trying to, yeah, I think I just got to round off all these corners because I know for sure that's too harsh of an edge. And, and really the foam, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just so I don't have to use as much clay. That's really the only thing. It does not have to be accurate. That doesn't matter at all. Okay. I might cut a little extra piece for her head. I don't think that would hurt. Just try this. I don't know. I don't think it would be a bad thing necessarily. I can always take it out if I feel like it's in the way. And by the way, everybody, I am going to be using air dry clay. And here's a crazy idea <laughs> that I had literally half an hour before the stream. I was like, you know what? Maggie's got all these colors. And I was talking to Crosby, who's in our Patreon group during a voice session. And Crosby's been doing these beautiful horse sculptures where she's been adding colors like swirls and they're beautiful. I was like, dude, I want to do that. <laughs> so Crosby, thank you for inspiring me because you're the one who got me to think, hey, you know what? I actually do have white air dry clay. I've got some terracotta stuff. And I also have the graphite powder, which I'm going to add to the terracotta clay to make it a little bit darker because Maggie's just so many pretty colors. I would love to do that. Okay, I think I need to cut this to make it fit better. Let's try that. There. She looks like a turtle. <laughs> trying to think if I should just... I, I'm going to cut it just a little smaller. Because the thing about an armature is it, it really does... Foam armature, it really does stink when it's way too big. Let's see. I think that's okay. I think that's enough. Round this off just a little more. And maybe in here, just cut a slight 
indentation for you guys to see. I think that approximates the shape of her body a little bit more. Oh my God, this is such a horrible mess. <laughs> this is really, really bad. I'm going to have to like vacuum my office after this. Okay, so let's try that. That and that. I'm going to scroll through my photos and see if that approximates it. Yeah, good. All right, Maggie. <laughs> Let's get going. She has no idea what's going on. Okay, I think I have to clean up. There's just oh, so much stuff here. This is why you shouldn't use this styrofoam. For like half my demos lately have been me messing up and telling everybody, yeah, don't do that. You've been warned about this process. All right, here we go. When I'm sculpting, I do like to use one of these. This is a Lazy Susan, and it's really nice because when you put it down on the table and you can tape it down, you can put your board right on top and then it's really easy to spin around. Because the thing about sculpture is you really have to think about all the views consistently. You can't just spend one hour on one view. So let's try the styrofoam and I do need to get the styrofoam to stay. And actually I think the way I'm going to do that, I'm just going to hammer in some nails and I'll just stick the styrofoam on top. Just like this. Maybe I'll do one more over here. You don't have to be that precise about this. It's just styrofoam, but it is nice to have some sort of anchor. Okay, so you can see it's, it's not super stable, but it's enough because I'm gonna cover this with air-dried clay. It won't be a big problem. Okay, let's put one nail here. on top. Good. All right. Let's see what people are in the chat. I so appreciate your support, everybody. That is so helpful. All of it matters. Anna's asking, have you ever mixed acrylic paint into air dry clay? It can have really cool effects. I haven't. And now I'm thinking I should. Because <laughs> I actually looked up before the stream how to add color into air dry clay. And of course, there was nothing helpful. Or I would read things and it just didn't sound trustworthy. But maybe I could try that because I have the graphite powder, but I do have some black acrylic. Do I? Maybe? I don't know. We'll see. Joe's saying, I don't know how you can just slice and dice. 
styrofoam. I don't like the sound it's making. Yeah, I, I had a friend like that who could not stand the sound of just even her fingers touching it. it drove her crazy. I totally see that. Okay, let's whip out the clay. This is the clay I'm using. It's Sculpey air dry clay, and it is the terracotta color, which I really like. I mean, the thing about terracotta is it, it just, it's beautiful as a color. In fact, one of my graduate school professors, because I did my master's in sculpture, he wouldn't let us use terracotta clay. You know why? He said it would look too good. So he'd always have us use that really plain ceramic clay that's gray and is not pretty. And I get it. I, it totally makes sense to me because when you have this nice color, it, it just already looks good. <laughs> like it's not difficult, but with that gray clay, it's like, ugh, it does not look good for a long time. And therefore you have to work a little harder. Okay, just gonna get a big chunk of this. Ugh. Because I'm gonna need a lot to just block it in. I feel like I'm opening a Klondike bar. I feel like there should be ice cream coming out of this package. <laughs> okay. And since this is air dry clay, it's not a huge deal, but to a certain degree, the clock is ticking a bit. It's not a big deal, but it is something you do have to be a little bit conscious of if you're going to use air dry clay. And I've definitely used plastiline many times, but plastiline is just so hard. And it's just, I mean, you can heat it up and stuff, but it, it doesn't feel as fluid as when you sculpt with air dry clay. Okay, let's get this out of the way. And again, I'm going to start with this view because it's the view that really shows the whole thing and then I'll jump around. Right now, all I wanna do is just build mass. That's the most important thing right now. Just get the clay down. So I'm noticing because of the styrofoam, I do need to start getting the clay onto the base first. So we're going to start at the bottom. We're going to build up. In fact, what I'll just do is a, a thin layer to cover the styrofoam. I mean, the beginning of sculpture is it's just so much grunt work. You're just trying to cover things for a little while. But I mean, this is the fun part. I know, I just, I love clay. Clay is just, it's so primal. It's like cave people experience. So even now I've flipped it 
And if I get to that same view, so that's more this view. Yeah, okay. I sort of feel like this is still a little too big. I'm gonna shave a little more off. Get rid of that. Sorry, people who don't like this noise, I'm almost done. <laughs> Sorry about that. I wonder if this head is, actually, I'm going to take out the head because I don't think it's that important actually, because there's more gesture. I think her head is like all the way over here. Yeah, I'm going to switch the head around. And of course now the nail's in the way. So let's take that out. So much of sculpture is <laughs> all this rearranging. But what I'm really trying to get, she's got a real twist to her body. Oh, and actually, now that I'm looking at that, here, I'm going to put this a little lower so you guys can see a little better. Right over here. Yeah, there's more. I, I got to cut this. Sorry. Cover your ears, styrofoam people. I know this is not so fun. I'm going to just slice off this back. that will be better yeah because there, there's a little bit more of a twist that i'm trying to get yeah that's better okay so now i'm moving the head further out because I, I need to get that tilt going first oh, stupid styrofoam crap everywhere Drop my clay. Okay, so here is Maggie's head, and I already see there's a tilt to it. And I'm not going to do her limbs yet because those could dry kind of quickly. But you can see how much the styrofoam is saving me. I mean, can you imagine if that was all clay? That would be very sad. Also, it makes it less heavy. I mean, you'd be amazed how heavy a clay sculpture can get so quickly without even trying to do that. The clay feels really good though. I know they have those stress balls that are supposed to help you calm down. I'm like, no, give me some clay. Clay is much better. Okay, so now let's go to the back. I'm gonna switch to that back view. Okay, so this is Maggie from the back. She's got a really big thigh. Maggie's such a funny dog. If you sit next to her on the couch, you can do anything to her. You could just put your head on her thigh. She does not care at all. 
Buddy's a little more sensitive. I think, I think Buddy's tail is actually a little sensitive because when we brush him, I oftentimes try to brush his tail, but he doesn't like it very much. Maggie just doesn't care. She's really funny. Almost have that covered. And then I can actually start looking at the overall gesture because that's what I really want is this very cuddly gesture. There. So we have a terracotta lump now. <laughs> that is Maggie. All right. I'm actually going to go back to this view. This view was very, very helpful. Let me see if I can put up my camera a little bit. That way you guys can see more of the view. What I'm seeing. Okay. So let's find that reference photo. Good. Okay. So this is the one I really need to look at. You can see there's this curvature to her body that I want to get. There's like a twist because her shoulders up here, they're a lot broader than what's back here. So actually back here, I'm gonna use this wood tool to just cut back a little bit on that clay. And then I'll probably build out her thigh separately. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised how far her shoulder goes, comes out. It's funny, I would not have expected that. So now this is more her shoulder. People ask me a lot about sculpture tools. And when I was in graduate school, just everybody was <laughs> trying to one-up each other with tools. I don't know if it was just a macho sculpture thing, but people would be like, I used the chainsaw. I'm like, really? But what does your sculpture look like? Who cares if you used a chainsaw? Wow, Maggie, I had no idea that your shoulders were this broad. It's so funny. Like, I never thought about her like that. So in terms of tools, I like to keep it very simple. Because, you know, these people that have like 80 sculpture tools, like, I can't live that way. That's, that's way too difficult for me. <laughs> Her head definitely needs more height. So we're going to build the upper part. I'm trying to stay loose. I really want to be one of those Medardo Rosso sculptors. You know these sculptors have this, oh, such good gesture, like Carpeau. Oh, I love Carpeau. 
Somebody look up Carpose Ugolino. Is that the Met Museum? Oh, phenomenal sculpture. That was one of the first sculptures that I saw at the Met. In retrospect, I wish I had spent more time at the Met when I was in graduate school. I just had so much going on. It's hard to take advantage of that. There's, there's Maggie's flub. I'm going to try to get a more aerial view for all of you to see. You can see the shape a little better. How's that? That's a little better. All right. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. <laughs> a scarf says it's like kneading homemade dough. So satisfying. There's just something about it. Bare hands into the clay. It doesn't get more primal than that. Artist Fab says, you can use a lint roller for picking up all the styrofoam bits or some packaging tape if you're cheap like me. Oh, that's really smart. Of course, I have neither <laughs> within my vicinity right now. C. Cantrell says, I find using a reference photo on my phone kind of restricting. Does anyone ever feel like that? Some people have told me that's the case. I guess I'm strange and that it has never been a major problem. Although Vab is saying 100% the monitor TV has always been better. Projector is the best for me, at least. I'm going to have to try that someday because I don't typically do that. And I have no opinion on it until I try it. Janet says, I'm in a foundation sculpture class. We have to create a sculpture animal out of plastic. So her feet Oh my gosh, that's so like what are the chances, Janet? <laughs> that that's what I happen to be doing today. Some angelic says, I want to mix pearl X powder in for the sparkle. Oh. You can mix all kinds of pigments. Apparently, that's something they do a lot for the polymer clay. Oh, Anna says, if you need the paint into the clay like dough, it creates swirly patterns. I definitely want to try that on Maggie. I just don't have enough of a form built up yet. But when I start to get closer to the smaller forms, absolutely, I want to play with that. I mean, I'm a little terrified that it might become a wreck. But whatever. Let's just try. Maggie's not going to care. <laughs> Helen says, just got some cheap tools and some Play-Doh. Never tried sculpture before. Oh, that's awesome, Helen. I love that. that. That's one of my favorite things here. If we can convince somebody to get up and try something, to me, that's the most wonderful thing in the world because that's the hardest part, honestly. Because it takes guts to get started, especially when it's something you don't have a lot of experience with. Hello, certainly. Yes, we are now streaming twice a week. Sundays at 12 p.m. Eastern, Tuesdays at 10 p.m. Eastern. I guess a lot of you really missed the solo art-alongs. And so streaming twice a week is going to make that more possible for us. All right, let's see if we can get into this a bit more. 
there definitely is a tilt here and I'm trying to make sure I really get it. The paw is white, but I'm sort of debating whether I should add the white clay now. I think it's a little bit too soon, but maybe later I could try that because the paw really is like white. But I've never done that before. Like that's a totally new experience for me. I feel like Maggie looks like a manatee, doesn't she? Or a platypus. <laughs> okay, so here you can see I had the angle like this when I was sculpting from this view, but now from this angle, I'm seeing that it's way more straight that I need to cut this way because actually her elbow is more nestled in this direction. So that's another reason you don't want to stay on one view for too long. That really can mess you up quite a bit. Actually, I think I have a little too much styrofoam in here. I think I do need to cut this. I, I can just do it like this. It's gross. It looks like guts coming out of the clay. Or, you know, I might just build out the head some more. Maybe the head needs to be a little bit bigger. Let's see. This is her smush. We always call it Maggie's smush. When she smushes her face. Okay, and actually her neck is a pretty dramatic form. I wasn't really expecting that. But there really is like this height that's at the top. And the thigh is pretty large. So tell me in the chat, what has been your experience with sculpture, everybody? Have you never done it before? Have you done it for many years? Maybe you've never done it before, but you're thinking about it. In which case, I can give you a good nudge in that direction. I just think sculpture, it just, as an art form, it makes a lot of sense to me because most of the time, I think a lot of people, their first experience with art is two-dimensional. And so for a lot of people, it becomes about creating an illusion because that, that's really what two-dimensional art is. It's an illusion of something, whether it's space or a person or whatever. But 3D, when I'm sculpting something like this, this is not an illusion. This is in my world. Some people do talk about paintings as, okay, the paintings on the wall. And so therefore it's almost this window into another universe, but a sculpture is in our world. And so that is very different, very different mindset.
And so in some ways, I, I feel like sculpture should be easier because it's not an illusion. It's right here in front of us. And yet, oh my gosh, when I first took a 3D design class when I was in art school, it, it was so hard for me at first. Like this whole concept of looking at your sculpture from multiple directions, like I could not process <laughs> that concept at all. All right, I better move to another view before I get too stuck on this because I feel like I'm already looking at it in a somewhat two-dimensional way. Okay, let's go to the back view. Oh, here it is. Okay, so this is the back view. All right, so we're gonna rotate. Oh yeah, like see this? This is way too straight. Oh my gosh, her head should be like all, oh my gosh, I have to really like take the head out. Okay, <laughs> this is where sculpture is very funny. You just take the head and you just cut it off ah, like that. And then you just move it over. I do that all the time with portrait sculpture. I just cut the nose off. and then move it over because that's sometimes what you need. Yeah, that's better because now I can see the way, oh man, I might need to move her over. <sighs> you know what, I'm gonna do it because I can see here I'm running out of space and I've got plenty of room here. I'm. Ugh. But see, this is the type of thing, you don't wanna be doing this later. Like it's actually easy for me to do this now because I'm not that invested just yet. So yeah, it's like, bah, you take the whole thing apart, move it over to here. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> like, like now is the time to do that type of thing. This is not something you want to be doing later. Yeah, her shoulders are like very pointy. I'm going to see if I can get this more of a bird's eye view because now that I have more of this worked out maybe it'll make more sense to you guys like this yeah now you can see a little bit better what's going on get this up a little higher you guys would not believe the setup that i have going right now Okay, there we go. Now you can see more that bird's eye angle. Yeah, oh my gosh, her shoulders really, like see that shoulder? It's like really popped up. And then up here I can really see, wow, I, I, I have a newfound appreciation for Maggie's shoulders. <laughs> I had no idea how sculpted they were. Okay, so see, this goes over here, but then I have way too much down here, so I'm going to just slice a big chunk of that off, taking some of the styrofoam with me. Do you guys see what a mess this is in the beginning? It's like really a lot of maneuvering, but if you're willing to make these big changes, it does make your life a lot easier, even though it, it feels like a shipwreck right now. 
All right, and I'm actually going to build out more of her belly. Because I can see she's got this mass that's flopping over to the right. Oh my gosh, you've got more thigh, Maggie? Sheesh. There's a lot of thigh back there. And now I can start to differentiate some of the paws over here. Look at her. She's a big lump. <laughs> yeah, and actually the thigh comes up here. You'll notice I'm not doing a ton with the tools. I will eventually, I think for a lot of sculpture figure modeling the beginning is a lot of hand building but then as i get into the smaller spaces that's when the tools become more important okay so we're getting a little more smush <laughs> all right let's see what people are saying in the chat Lisa says there's a third foot. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on in there right now. <laughs> well, Blue Wren is a vet who says headectomy is something I wouldn't recommend in surgery, but with sculpture, knock yourself out. Yeah. <laughs> Bash says I've sculpted for ceramics class and a bit for myself in polymer. It's challenging, but very fun to see it come together. I wish I had taken more ceramics. It's just, it's such a gigantic field. And I guess I just feel very overwhelmed because there's so much technical stuff. I mean, just think about mixing glazes, making your own recipes for clay. Like that just sort of blows my mind. Seekantrell <laughs> says, you're such a savage. Well, you got to not cut beat around bush gotta get there aa says never done sculpture i've been thinking about trying it we'll buy some clay soon yeah you don't need to sculpt something gigantic i mean i think even a piece like this is sort of large but i have a lot of fun just sculpting little clay heads which is really cool Ginger says, I'm going to make a pancake dragon. Awesome. Oh, yes. Sculpting from photos is freaking hard and I don't like it. But for a live stream like this, Maggie's not going to pose. I would like to do that someday. That actually, that would be a really fun video. Would be sculpting Maggie from life just when I can. Yeah, Lisa, the shadows mess with you in the reference photos. So <laughs> she was sitting in this spot on my sofa and half the curtain was drawn, but I didn't want to pull it out to take the photo because I was worried she was going to wake up and move. So unfortunately, the lighting's a little bit uneven in the reference photos. Dane's Dwelling says, I've been sculpting using wax and foam clays to create lost wax castings of jewelry for a couple years now. Oh, that is phenomenal. 
I've never done lost wax casting, but it's an incredible process. I really wish I had had some time to work at a foundry. It's just getting your work cast is really expensive if you can't do it yourself. And I just haven't had time. Vav is asking about sculpting in wax. I've been using it for resist dyeing, but I'm tempted to try carving and shaping it. Oh, it's so much fun. You know, we should do that. Tell me in the chat if you'd like to see a wax sculpting video. I haven't done a lot of it, but I do know how to do it. And actually one little trick that's sort of fun is if you have a cup of hot water, it will melt the wax a little bit. I mean, not like melt, but it'll warm it up. So it's a lot more malleable. And then sculpting in wax is really fun. That would be cool because I really like that brown sculpting wax. It's beautiful. Actually, that would be perfect for, for Maggie. Sorry, Maggie, in the air dry clay. <laughs> Frey Motif says, haven't done sculpture for many years, but I really wanted to try other mediums in my BFA. I was mostly doing oil paintings. I mean, I think sculpture is such a good companion to so many other fields, like even printmaking. I just released that tutorial on woodcut and that is a very sculptural process. And for learning anatomy, I think anatomy should be taught with figure modeling. Okay, Martini's M says yes to wax sculpting. Bab is wondering, live self-portrait bust. That probably wouldn't be that difficult. I guess it would just be a matter of what angles to set things up. I mean, because that's, that's the one thing about sculpture live streams that's really hard is I oftentimes can't get you guys the good angle because that takes a long time to set up. All right. <laughs> it's funny because I look at our YouTube channel and it tells me every day, oh, you, you have over a thousand videos on YouTube and yet every time i talk to you guys i'm like oh we haven't done that we need a video on this and we haven't covered this <laughs> it's like so ridiculous to me because i'm like you know we do have a lot of videos and yet why do i feel like we're just getting started that just i know that sounds absolutely ridiculous but there just is so much so this is one thing i like to do this is a fettling knife and i think it's very important when you're doing sculpture to think about planes. So what I just did here is I just made a plane. Okay, so that's a plane on Maggie's thigh. And then actually there's a plane here, which is her backside. Okay, so this is a plane and this is a plane. So seeing those planes it, it gives your sculpture just more structure to it because the thing is if you don't think about planes you just end up with a big blob which i mean i guess maggie's a big blob but i i do want to give her some bony structure oh and actually is it this sunday we have a stream coming up this month where jordan and i are going to work on animal anatomy and so that's going to be really fun yeah, I, I think I did that on purpose. So that way I could program the animal sculpture. Okay, I'm staying too long on this view. So let's turn around. 
Okay. Now this view, I'm not really sure I have a view like this because of the way the couch was. Yeah, that might be all I have. Okay, so let's see what is available. Well, maybe I need to think about, do I wanna add something back here? That is the couch. Like, is there a mass back here to show that pressure? I'm not sure. Tell me in the chat who here thinks that I should do something back there. And who here thinks, no, that is a bad idea, Lara. For now, I'm going to give Maggie some more bony structure. Oh, wow, I lost her shoulder. Let's add that back. Yeah, I need, see, she's got this pretty strong structural part on this leg. I want to make sure that really comes across. Cut in there. And this leg is sort of merging with this one. So I'm just going to cut a little bit so they're not so much the same. I'm not too worried about perfectly articulating things just yet. But I, I do really want structure in here. As soon as I can get it, I'm going to do it. Because dogs are pretty bony, actually. Oh, yeah, she's very bony here. Jeez. All right, I really feel like I need to get this out. God. So I don't have the specifics, but I am thinking to myself, okay, bone. Have to get the bone in there. Like this is a bony landmark right here. And then you can see this is the crease of where her thigh separates. Oh, in this plane that I did, it's more dramatic than that. Sorry, Maggie. Okay, that's a little better. Let's try that. And maybe better connection here. Oh man, I have too much of that. I've got to take out even more of that styrofoam. Actually, maybe it's good that this styrofoam comes off so easily. It's been easy to get rid of when I have too much of it. Look at that, I can just pick it out. Nice. Okay. So let's pick it out here too. Yeah, that's better. That separates what's going on with her body and her neck a little bit better. I'm not going to do her ears for now. I feel like while they're so fun to sculpt, they're not really that necessary at this point. I just want to get the bulk of her head going. I mean, I probably should indicate her nose just a little bit. All right, let's head back. Is that the view we need next? 
Yeah, I got a result. Oh my gosh, I moved her shoulder like way for her shoulders like here. Okay, I think I need a little time on this view. Oh, okay. Now the okay. So it's so funny the things that you see from one view that you didn't see from the other. Like here, there's almost this like corner. So I'm just gonna shave that right off. Because that was too much. And this also is oh shoot. This is a little flatter than what I had before. I really like the fettling knife, which is this tool, because it just it just gets stuff done. <laughs> okay, yeah, and she's a little thinner here, so I'm gonna shave here as well. Is that better? I think even more. It's very slopey back there. Okay. Yeah, and I feel like I turned her neck into the shoulder. What? What the heck? Oh my gosh, like I totally, what is happening? I think I move. is this, maybe this is over here? Maybe her head needs to be wider? Maybe, maybe her head wasn't big enough the first time through. Maybe I'll do white here. Let, let me just finish up what's happening here with the shoulders and stuff. And then I think I am going to add white clay for those paws. And if it's terrible, it's terrible, whatever. I'm just excited. Like the thought of doing a sculpture with multiple colors of clay, I that's sort of rocking my world right now. Okay, this is her shoulder and it's much bigger than I made it. It's like this so much bigger. Okay, so now these are her shoulders. Oh, wait a second. The thigh. Oh, I need to take out here. That's too much. There's too much form in here. You know, let's just move it to the thigh. <laughs> let's just take the stomach form. Let's just push it onto the thigh. You're just doing such weird things to your sculpture. Yeah, and then this cuts. Yeah, let, let's. So now we're going to take some of the thigh and move it onto the stomach. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Yeah, because there's, there's too much in here. And th there really is a tilt to the thigh that I want to get in. So the night, the tool's really good for this when you have to get in and, and you really just have to like carve away. Like that's not really something that's very fun to do with your hands. What the heck, Maggie? Do you have just a bigger butt than I thought? So tell me in the chat, who here is a dog person? Because you know what? I never was. Maggie changed my mind. I guess because my mom doesn't like dogs. She doesn't like animals in general. 
And so it, it wasn't an option for us to get a dog. I mean, I don't remember ever asking for one, but especially I, I'm noticing with my teens that dogs are such comfort for them. I guess they said that for a lot of teens, dogs are comforting because they oftentimes feel very judged by people, but that dogs don't do that. That totally makes sense to me. So I'm glad that we have Maggie and Buddy for my teens because they really love them. Okay, maybe I, I do need to indicate a little bit of the wrinkles on her neck. Okay, I know she still looks like a bulb, <laughs> but she's getting there, right? I hope. <laughs> Snap Sketch says, seems easier to move the clay around than redrawing. Oh, it's awesome. I mean, you can just pick it up. It feels so flexible and it's so easy to put it back. I think with redrawing, sometimes it does feel less clear what you want to do. And here you're just like, oh, I need more dog butt. Let's add more. So Janice is asking, how could I keep this air dry clay wet for many days? Well, you'd have to mist it a little bit with a spray bottle and then make sure that it's airtight with a plastic bag around it. That's the way to do it. I mean, there is a point where you've worked on it long enough that you will start to feel a couple of parts harden. So air dry clay, in my opinion, isn't great when you want to do something like super smooth. That's usually better with plastiline where you don't have to worry about things drying out or say ceramic clay, which you can constantly re-wet with tons of water. I guess you can add some water to this, but I haven't found it to be that helpful the way that it is with ceramic clay. Oh, Don says, I'm not a dog person, but I did raise them for several years. Blue Wren says, dogs are the best people. Visited my niece in Sydney. She has a new baby. It's not my thing, but meeting her dog Crumpet was the best. I mean, you would never think they have such pronounced personalities. I mean, we've only had Buddy for a few months, and I still really feel like not, not that I have him figured out, but there's still a lot of things about him that I'm discovering. He started making very different noises today. I was like, I'm confused by this. Is this a, this hurts me or is it I'm having fun? Like I actually couldn't tell. I mean, it wasn't a clear cut sound where like, okay, you know that something hurt them. So I, I'm still trying to figure out his noises, but he's very funny because I mean, he has a full out bark. Maggie doesn't really bark much. But he also makes these noises where he goes, oh, <laughs> we just think it's the funniest thing. <laughs> and Michael M says, dog person, all the way here. Manette says, my family always had animals, including dogs. I love my dog. He has seizures just had one tonight and it terrifies me every time. Oh, I'm so sorry about that, Manette. That must be really hard to deal with. I mean, we have four guinea pigs, wheat, jub, jub, 
and the two babies. Well, they're not really babies anymore. They're kind of fat. And like six years old, and he started losing some weight recently. And my kids are so upset about it. I mean, he's actually doing okay. We're feeding him some very mushy food, so it's easier for him to digest. But it's it's hard when that starts happening. Citizen Venus says, just got home from work, seeing my dog just so happy to see me makes me forget all my day's problems. I've actually been starting to start my day with a walk with Buddy, and it's helped me because the mornings are so frantic. I'm trying to get my kids out the door and all that stuff. And so then I come back, it's like, in theory, I could just start working right away. But today I just took him for a walk and I felt really good after that. So I'm going to see if I can do that more often. Oh my gosh, Helen, your housemate had three dogs. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. See, what I'm really dying to work on is Maggie's face. Because <laughs> her face is so freaking funny. Oh, maybe this is a good view. Let me see. Well, so this is a view which is like really down below. So I might have to be off camera when I try to look at this view, but it might actually help me. So I'm going to get, sorry, I know I look weird. Oh, actually that is really helpful. All right, if you don't mind. Because <laughs> now I can see more the tilt of this. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right. So I'm not going to sculpt the wrinkles just yet, but I'm just going to indicate them. So we, we start to get there. And I think how textured your clay is, that, that's really, it's just a matter of personal taste. I know some people really like super smooth sculptures. I don't really, I happen to like sculptures that have a looseness to them. Oh, and I'm noticing her, her nose really sticks out a lot. Yeah, that's surprising. I wasn't expecting it to be that way. It's like when you sculpt something, you, you get to know it in a totally different way. You, you really have to look differently. So see here, I already feel that the clay setting up just a little bit. It's not that bad though, because I happen to like all those structures. Okay. I guess I should add the ears now. Because I don't want to be stuck without them. Need more clay. I'm really surprised. I didn't use that much clay. I think I only used like half the pack. It's actually pretty impressive. I really thought I was going to burn through this whole package. Okay, let's get those ears in there. And again, I'm not striving for accuracy because really I, I feel like what I like sculpting more is, is sort of the personality. And actually, let me lower the camera. Maybe you guys can see this a little bit better. Hang on. 
Let's see if that's there. Okay, now you can see a little bit better what I'm up to. I mean, air dry clay, it's not my favorite. There are a lot of things about it that are frustrating, but on the other hand, though, I don't have a kiln and casting is such a mega pain in the butt. Although I do really want to make some casting tutorials. We'll see. I mean, casting is so, so complicated. but it, it is wonderful. I mean, I, every time I cast something when I was in graduate school, it was so, so stressful. Like I, I just, ugh. but it also was sort of the most amazing thing at the same time. It's hard to describe. And actually let's do a close up of her face because her eyes do protrude a bit so I just want those sockets to pop a little more okay and then she's got this like mess of feet like there's like two feet under <laughs> Oh, geez, what do I do with that? Okay, let's see. I'm going to get the white clay out. I know, I'm a little bit worried. But let's just see, okay? Like, it, it doesn't matter. It's fine, right? I like doing these streams, you guys, because... It sort of gives me an excuse to not do as much work because I'm like, oh, I have a stream. I can't work all afternoon. <laughs> I'm going to do one more pass through the whole sculpture from multiple views, and then I'm going to do the pause. I just, I want to make sure that the, the basic structure is here so I don't have to worry about that. Okay, so let me show you guys your view. Sorry, camera work is weird on a live stream. It's just so different. Try this view. Come back to this view because I did do this view earlier. And of course it's like everything is different, but hopefully I'm getting closer. Yeah, oh man, I'm totally messed with this. This really should be more straight. Damn. I feel like I made her ears really pointy. It's really hard because the ears are so thin. 
it's like <laughs> if I let them be too thin, they're not there. So this is probably an area where it just needs like really careful sculpting. Oh, and actually I can really see her folds here. So maybe this is a chance to do that because she has one really big fold up here. And there's another one here that's behind her ear. Great, she looks like put some grapes on her head <laughs> but it's like i have to make sure the folds that they come down here like i really need them to feel like they're in the body shoot her collar's in the way i'm gonna sculpt the collar i'm gonna skip the collar Because you know something, I'm, I'm not going for perfect accuracy. I, I just want to show, okay, this mound of her flesh <laughs> that's coming up here. Yeah, so I mean, that doesn't look perfect, but it does start to infer the way the skin It's all curved. Oh, and her tail. I don't know that I have a good picture of her tail. But you know what? I know what her tail looks like. <laughs> so this is not difficult for me to do. We're just going to see. She's got a tiny little tail. It's very funny. When it sticks up, it's just the funniest thing. And she starts wagging it like crazy. It's just totally irresistible. So there, just make up a tail. Because, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sculpting from photos kind of stinks. But sometimes that's what has to happen. Oh, you know, Maggie's brow. I did not give her enough of a brow. Look at this. It's like all sunken in. Oh, much better. Wow. Now she actually looks like she has eyes. <laughs> oh my gosh, she looks like a dog now. Whoa. Like that one thing. Oh, much better. Okay, I'm happier. <laughs> oh, me too, Ginger. My favorite sculpting, my favorite part of sculpting with clay is getting all the textures. I mean, that's one of the reasons I don't care that the air dry clay does start to harden a little bit because to me, it's just another opportunity to add more textures. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you think so, Galaxy Mosaic. That is cool. It really feels like a dog. Well, that's the thing is I don't need an accurate representation. I just want it to feel like Maggie. And she does this thing where she just smushes her face into the sofa. And that's what I want to show. So 
to Janice says, where can I get good reference photos of the human portrait in all angles? Go to our reference photo collection. We have tons of photos of portraits. Go down to the YouTube video description below and you will find there that there's a link and there's all kinds of albums and collections. Because really you guys, if you can get friends or family to sit for a quick picture, it's much better than what you're gonna find online because my problem with a lot of reference photos online is a lot of it is not a real photograph. Like so much of it has a filter applied, a lot of it's Photoshopped. And so you oftentimes get these like Pinterest looking pictures where just everything's smoothed out. And so one thing that I make sure I do with our reference photos is first of all, I process it a tiny bit in Photoshop. You know, something's a little bit too dark, but that's it. I don't try to glamorize it or anything like that. Frank Squid says, I look and say that looks good. Then you cut something out or put a little bit in and it looks better. I sure hope so. <laughs> Sometimes I feel like I'm just adding and taking away the same <laughs> three pieces of clay. But I guess you just hope that every time it's, it's just a little different to nudge it in the right direction. Well, there's Buddy in the background. I think you can all hear him. Martini says, I'm definitely learning to embrace clay texture. I have a habit of smoothing everything. Well, I'm going to put some names into the chat for everybody. So look up Carpo, um, Ugo Lini, and his sons at the Met in New York City. I love his work. He's got this beautiful terracotta. Look up Carpo terracotta. He's got gorgeous terracotta busts. And then Medardo Rosso is an Italian sculptor, putting his name into the chat. And I mean, his work is almost impressionistic. I, I mean, it doesn't seem like that makes any sense. Like how could sculpture be impressionistic? But it, it's just so beautiful. Like, I don't know. I, I just, I think about Medardo Rosso and I look at my sculpture and I just can like, Claire, you suck. <laughs> like that's the only thing that goes through my head. Yeah, Ginger, look them up because I just feel like we are very accustomed to Michelangelo's David and seeing all those Renaissance sculptures. Oh, oh, oh you know it's a really good one? Listen up. Donatello, which is actually a wood sculpture. Oh, that sculpture has extraordinary texture. Look up these sculptors and report back everybody because I, I love textured sculptures. Even Rodin, who does do quite a bit of texture, his work is still on the smoother side. It's not as textured as some of the people I'm putting into the chat. <laughs> Brazen spirituality, Googled the hard way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know something, everybody, I've been updating the website a lot. I decided after the woodcut tutorial, I was like, oh my God, I can't do another DSLR tutorial for a while. That tutorial took a lot out of me. So I've been working really hard on the website. And so if you go to resources, 
artists, we have all kinds of lists of figurative artists and illustrators. And at the very least, you could just go through and Google those names because I know a lot of people say to me, well, I want to get better at contemporary art or history. I don't really know where to look. And so sometimes just that list of names, like, okay, here are some people who are well known for various reasons. <laughs> Manat says Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, yes. Hellenistic Greece. <laughs> I love ancient Hellenistic Greece. My favorite Hellenistic Greek sculpture is look this up Hellenistic Greek sculpture is the old market woman and then of course oh i love this sculpture it's at the louvre nike of samothrace at the louvre in paris i mean i could go on this forever and ever and ever <laughs> okay get back to maggie i'm gonna do the the white clay now it might be a really big mistake but let's just see um, actually, I need to go wash my hands. Give me a second. Lucky for me, I've got a sink in my studio. I mean, this isn't really a studio. <laughs> this is a room with stuff in it. I wish it was a studio. I'm so jealous of people with studios. Tell me in the chat, what is your studio? Is it the kitchen counter? Is it on your coffee table in the living room? I'm always curious about that because really it's like how many of us can really afford a professional studio? I mean, that's always been my dream is like, oh, Clara, one day you're going to have a real studio. It's like, yeah, I'm 46, still hasn't happened. Okay, I'm actually going to cut. Sorry, Maggie, I'm going to cut your leg off. <laughs> I'm going to take that off because I'm going to add the legs in white. And I suspect this is going to be really cool or it's all going to turn terracotta. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it doesn't matter. I mean, I suppose if I really wanted to, I could go in and I could paint it, right? very funny. This looks like fondant. <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh, that's really weird looking, you guys. <laughs> Isn't that strange? Oh my gosh. This is really bizarre looking. I feel like she's starting to look like a turkey or something. Very weird. And then I'm wondering, I mean, maybe I can have some fun like working the white clay so it's textured in there. I don't know. This is uncharted territory for me, everybody. I don't know if this is gonna work, but at least I can say that I tried. So actually, oh man, I should have gotten more you know what i'm gonna go get i got some other tools because i just realized i'm gonna get red all over with those tools okay here's my horrible box of sculpture supplies 
You suck a wreck. Come on, I just need one thing. Okay, here, there we go. Because um, what I'm trying to show is the the joint that's in there. And then her paw sort of goes up. Oh my gosh, she totally looks like a turkey. <sighs> you promise, Maggie. I'm trying. It'll be very funny to show Maggie the sculpture. I wonder what she's going to think. What she's going to say to me. <laughs> because, oh man, people are a pain in the butt. How many people here have done a portrait of somebody, a friend or a family member, whoever, and showed it to them? And oh, they, sometimes they just say the cringiest things. And it's, it's just so painful. I mean, it depends on the situation. You know, if you're just doing it for fun, whatever. Okay, let's rotate this way because this is the view where I really need to see that better. So let's turn that down. And actually I do have here, this is an image of all her legs from bird's eye view. So that'll be really helpful because now I can really see how different that is. Ah, there goes my mic. There's one of you where I could see her paws better. Oh, actually, let's do the front paw. I, I've been dying to do the front paw. <laughs> it's right here. I guess I could start to hint at the nose a little bit. Look, I get to sculpt her eyes. Oh, that is really, really funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I need to make her smushier. Like, for real, this is one of my favorite parts of Maggie's her face. It just cracks me up. Okay, so her paw is like here. Looks like she's wearing socks or something.
I'm getting a little sucked into details right now, but I think I sort of have to, at least momentarily. Okay, so this is this view. And you know something? I think I am going to add some of the white clay onto her here. If anything, just to like as a color thing, not so much as a form thing, because her color is so specific in this area. So, yeah, like this side of her face. I do want to try some of the black to color it. I don't know how well it's going to work, but I just want to see. I mean, I don't think I'm going to finish this. I probably have to do a second stream to go where I want to go with this. So I'm curious. <laughs> Was the white clay a mistake, you guys? Tell me I can take it. I really can. Maybe a little more time with my Kemper tool in here. Carve out some of these sections in between. Yeah, this is actually, this is a pretty good photo. I can really see pretty clearly. I don't have any clay to do the claws. I guess the claws I would add the very last minute. Oh, she needs another toe. There are four toes here, and I only made three. It's Maggie that's cracking me up so bad. Oh my gosh. I think we need to do some of the black. Just just because I need to see. And actually, you know, this is really cool. There's this little bit of skin that's like flopping here. Oh, that is really funny. Oh, I really like that. And then this part also has like these slight wrinkles. So that's some nice texture for that area. <laughs> oh my gosh, Maggie. Oh. Okay, let me fix these feet. And then I'll take a look at the chat. Just need to find the right photo. Oh, here we go. All right, so it looks like Okay, it looks like I have to pick this up like that. And there's actually two legs underneath that. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is this leg. Okay, I feel like I'm doing some surgery here. This is really weird. Is that? Oh, no, that goes there. Okay, here we go. Okay, so this leg comes 
up so that her foot can come forward. It's hard when you have things that are overlapping. I find that to be a big pain in sculpture. And then I don't know, there's like a third paw back here. She, her leg must just be like totally buried underneath. So I'm just going to throw another paw in there, even though I totally cannot see the legs. Let's get this paw a little bit bigger. Stick it under here. So it's a little tricky. I, I think I need a bird's eye view again. Uh, okay. Yeah, so this picture, I can see better the orientation of her legs. Let's see. It's cool. I can see how just that one spot. Okay, and now here she has paws that are clearly separated. So I'm gonna cut those so they're more clear. And then this one's so annoying. It's the opposite side. It's like the bottom of her foot. So of course it looks like extra weird. Like that. Whoa, oh my God, <laughs> those are huge. Oh my God, how did I make those so freaking big? What, what the heck? Okay, we, we need to make these smaller. <laughs> how did I make these like gigantic sausage legs? They're so big, oh my God. <laughs> okay, we gotta cut these down like 50%. There's like way too much leg. This is why we have to keep moving things around. Yeah, let, let's just let's just cut out like half your paw, Maggie. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> Gosh, I can't believe I did that. Okay, I need to differentiate this paw. All right, let's see what people are saying in the chat. <laughs> Don't know where it says. It looks like she ate vanilla ice cream. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Lisa says, I think it helps that Clara knows her so well. Random dog wouldn't be the same. I really encourage all of you, when you're thinking about something to draw, try to find some personal connection. It doesn't have to be your dog necessarily, 
But sometimes when I'm drawing the model at life drawing, and I, I don't know the model at all, it's some person who's modeling, I'll make up a narrative. Like I had this one model a couple of weeks back who really looked like a Greek philosopher, like one of those ancient Greek bust dudes that he totally like. So when I was drawing him, I was thinking about him like, oh, he's writing all these books about philosophy. <laughs> that was kind of fun. But if you can, oh my gosh, it's such a difference when it's not just, oh, I Googled dog and I'm drawing the dog now. It's, it's very different. Michael says, I did one of my mom, deceased grandma. My mom's first words were, oh my God, why is my hair like that? I used a photo where her undyed roots were showing. Yeah, we never pick the right photo to draw from, do we, in their minds? Ginger says, I never thought about how sculptures don't have to be super tight before. It seems obvious, but I never really thought of it. Well, I do think sometimes when you see the same thing everywhere, it doesn't really occur to us <clears throat> to think about something that's vastly different. And so if you're used to just seeing smooth sculptures everywhere, there isn't really a good reason why you would like immediately think to look for something else because that's just what's out there. Brazen's asking, can you even stop and finish after the clay dries? I think I read on the Sculpey site that you can drill into, I don't know why you want to do that, but um, when it's dry, it's dry. Um, I still want to go on this. It's, it is drying up a little bit, but it's not to the point where I can't cut into it. It, it stays pretty soft. Elisa says it looks like Maggie was playing with the pizza dough. She looks pretty guilty. Yes. <laughs> okay. I think I'm going to get out some clay and make it black. I, I'm just like really curious. Okay. Like I might completely destroy this, but I just really want to see how that works. So let's just take a chunk of the red terracotta. And I have graphite powder here. Let's see if this works. I have no idea if it will. Ah, okay. That was really messy. Ew. <laughs> let's just see what's going to happen. I mean, graphite powder is horrible. It's so messy and gross. Oh, it's mixing really well. Okay. Cool. Well, that's kind of fun. And I don't think I need something that's like a perfect mixture. All right, let me add a little more. Oh, oh man, that's too much. Okay, let's put some of that back. <laughs> that was a little bit too much. Or actually, I got kind of a crazy idea. What if I just like put the graphite powder on my hands and just rub it? I don't know, that might be even more fun. 
Okay, I think I definitely need more. This is not enough. I've never done this before, you guys. I have no idea if this go look like crap. But why not? Oh my gosh, this is so disgusting. Yuck! Oh my god, ew, this is like tar! This is so gross, you guys. Oh my god. Of course, now it's like everywhere. Oh, this is like a really disgusting kneaded eraser, isn't it? It's mixing well, though. I think I want it even darker, though. Something more dramatic would be better. I feel like I'm putting tar into my clay. Okay, that's a pretty nice dark brown. Okay, I'm going to put this in a couple spots, but you know what? I really want to just put the graphite powder on top. I just want to see. It might be a horrible mess, but who knows? Maybe it'll be so cool looking. Ooh, this is pretty interesting, you guys. Look at that. Isn't that cool? It's sort of like, I don't know, it's like paste the way I'm adding it. All right, let's do, let's do Maggie's face. Okay, let's see what happens. She's got some... Actually, I, I'm going to try this, okay? This might look terrible. Let's just see. I'm just going to take the graphite powder and I'm just going to put my finger in it like that. And I'm just going to, like, rub it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> what? Is it going to work? Oh, my God. It totally isn't working. Oh, very interesting. Oh, weird. Okay, I want to make her her eyes like really dark. So maybe I'll just take like a little piece and make this like super, super dark. Blackish. Oh, shoot, now there's graphite powder everywhere. Oh my God. I hope this isn't one of those streams where it's like me having a meltdown, which is like every stream. Maybe the graphite powder is too messy for me to apply directly, but I can add it like this, sort of as this like paste that goes on top. Okay, it's really messy, you guys. It's so messy. I don't know, it's kind of like really fun though. I'm kind of like loving this. And add some like brown stuff to her paws so they don't look quite so white. And I do need to clean up this base. Like I don't want all that crap there right now. Oh, let's see. Ginger says dust it on top. Yeah, let me see. I wanna because I kind of like this. I'm not sure if I like the clay or the graphite powder more. 
Oh my God, you guys, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, she's pretty textured. She's not smooth in those places. And really, she just needs a nose now. I'm gonna make her nose nice and dark. Okay, that's kind of like super fun. So what I'm doing now is I'm just love this little so you guys can see it better. Come on, how come this is not focusing? It's cool. It's sort of like painting by scraping clay. Weird. Oh my gosh, it's so strange. I mean, it does work for her texture because like she's not just one straight color. There's so much variation in her fur. This is kind of really fun. Like, I, I don't know that this looks good, but it's, it's fun. And so maybe that's the only thing that really matters. into some of her ears here and you know actually making maybe making the ears black would really help a lot with that texture oh man I could do this all day Isn't this so wild, you guys? Like, I've never done anything like this before. Crosby gets the credit. She's the one who got me thinking about all these crazy thoughts. Sorry, I don't know why that's not focusing. It might be a little too close. Oh, Frank says, try dusting it with a paintbrush. I hope I have paintbrushes here. Well, right now I feel like I need texture more than I need the brushing. So actually this tool I think is okay for now, but maybe on the next stream, I could look into that. This is really fun though. I'm just having a blast with this. Maybe I'll work some of this other. Or, 
brown clay up into here. And she's definitely starting to get some of that color in there. Let's see if I can do this. Oh my gosh, this is really, really funny. <laughs> I just really like the way I can scrape in and transition and change. It's, it's kind of cool. Ah, oh, shoot. I think these are not stable. Might need to be like glued down later or something. This is really, really funny, you guys. <laughs> ah, you guys can't type Benedict Cumberbatch into the chat. Now I'm like super distracted. <laughs> Casey says, is there, any, bleh, is there any sort of base on the inside or is it clay all the way through? There's actually styrofoam on the inside. You can see me do that on the playback. Joe says, the messier the process, the more I want to do it. That looks fun. I think we can tell when the artists had fun doing their art or if they were calm. Yeah, you can tell when people are having a good time and when they're bored to death. It's usually pretty clear. Okay, I got to get off the head. I think I'm spending way too much time on that. Actually, I do want to trim a little bit here. Push that down a bit. <laughs> I think I made her flub too much, but I don't know. Some days it really does look like that. Okay, let's get onto her body because I definitely need to spend more time there. Try getting some of this clay. Just rubbed it. This I'm going to do with my fingers. Because she does have more brown up here at the top. I mean, it's really messy looking, but I kind of love that. Because as Ginger said earlier, I, I do think sometimes people think, oh, well, the neater, the better, the smoother, the better. And that's not true because so much of people and animals, it's, it's so much of its texture. 
I mean, even somebody's face, people think, oh, well, the human form, it's smooth. It's not. There's actually tons of texture in there. Oh, and she's got this really nice like wrinkle here. Let me try to pull that out a little bit better. This transition needs to be better too. I don't want that edge to be so harsh between the two legs. I think my sister-in-law is gonna die when she sees this. Yeah, so this is this would be really messy, but I sort of am having a great time, so who cares? I mean, isn't that kind of cool? This is not where I thought I was gonna end up. But it's kind of like really fun, you guys. I mean, like, yeah, she needs a lot of work. She does have these like sort of stripes that go across. I'm trying to figure out how closely I want to do that. I mean, it could be that maybe I put down the brown and then I scrape up the stripes. Maybe I'll, let me try that. Let's just see what happens. So let's just put down all brown here. Just a flat section of the brown. And now let's see what happens when I carve away the stripes. Oh, that's actually kind of cool. Okay, I, I'm getting distracted though. I need to put this all over. The air dry clay, it does stick to itself pretty well though. Like this section is starting to get hard. Not like hard, hard, but it's like the surface is setting up a bit. But it's like it's still sticking, which is a good thing. It's so messy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, maybe this really does look bad, but I don't, I kind of don't care because I'm having a really good time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like looking at the screen and I sort of can't believe this is what I'm working on right now. It, it's hilarious to me. All right, let's get a higher up view. Maybe you guys can see a little better what this looks like. Let's try, this is the view that I'm going to try looking at. I must just smear this stuff just everywhere. Because there is a logic to it because like her spine comes down here. So I'm actually going to rub in that direction. So th this like points to her spine and her tail. So I, I wanna give it like a little structure. Like I, I don't want it just looking like I put blobs everywhere. 
Yeah, capabilities going everywhere, that's for sure. And her stripes, they're going upwards in this direction, like up towards her thigh. I mean, that definitely feels more like her texture for sure. It's better than I think all that simple stuff that I had before. Yeah, so now it's it's like really starting to set up. So I guess, what are we? We're like almost two hours in. Casey's asking, can you still stick more clay to this after it's dry or no? I think you can. I haven't done it recently, so I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure you can do it. Yeah, so Damien, it's Sculpey air-dry terracotta clay. And if you guys want more information, the links to the art supplies are in the YouTube video description below, as are the link to the reference photos are also in the YouTube video description. Oh, Scarf and T says, try doing a stamp carving of Maggie. I think she looks more like a pig. I mean, she sort of does from certain views. AA says, for people who've used air dry clay, how quick does it dry when you're working with it? I mean, I'm just now starting to feel the surface set up a little bit, but it's still pretty soft. Like I can still go in and easily carve into this. So to me, this doesn't even really feel dry. It just doesn't feel like super fresh that that's the difference okay maggie we're gonna get you a better view there we can see we can see your butt better <laughs> yes that's the story lisa Maggie looks like she's taking a nap after digging up the muddy garden. Well, she's done plenty of that digging. We don't have a garden, though, thank goodness. I mean, I like the idea of having a garden. Actually, my brother-in-law has an extraordinary garden, which we get to feast on, which is nice. He grows, like, boards and actually there's pictures of it on the Flickr collection if you want to take a look okay I am going to try to do pull out a little bit of the stripes here because I do think that would be nice to see just a slight indication although now it just looks like I cut into her okay maybe that's not gonna work <laughs> I think I'm just going to work with my finger and just try pushing it because at this point I'm not really looking at the reference photo that much it, it's more the reference photo is a reference but now I, I'm just sort of pushing the clay where I want to push it so in the beginning I was really looking at the photo a lot all the photos and I'm not really looking at them so much anymore all right, let's come back to the front. Okay. I think I need this view. Let's go back to this view. 
Okay, it's this one. So this is more the view that we're doing right now. You know what? I think I'm going to take off the ears and make them out of this clay. And actually, I'm going to add a little more black because I think the ear is even darker than that. I'm just going to dip it in. Because I, I think the ears will look better. I think they're just, they don't look great with the red terracotta clay. Yeah, let's make this even darker. Let's try that. Yeah. Graphite putter is so horrible. It's, it's, I think it's worse than the charcoal powder because it's sort of shiny and it gets on everything. Okay, let's add new ears, Maggie. Oh, that's better. Yeah, I like those ears better. Just a little more. Oh, Maggie needs more. I feel like I lost the side of her head a bit. And her ear is not quite long enough, so let's extend that down. Yeah, this view, I can see her ear comes all the way down. Maybe this side too. I think I need more ear. Let's see. Yeah. That ear comes all the way down to the bottom. Ah! There goes her paw. <laughs> Sorry, Maggie. I don't want you to lose your paw. Yeah. I I'm going to keep working on this. I, I, I don't think, <laughs> I mean, this is not a piece I'm like trying to finish, finish, but I, I really wanted to try the different colors of clay. I might want to do a second stream. I don't know when I can step back and really, although I don't know, maybe the clay is not going to cooperate. I might have to try to finish it today. I have no idea. I want to give her like really black eyes. So let's dip this in. Make that like black, black. I feel like I'm missing her eyes. I think it'd be fun to do a bust of Maggie because um, she's such a funny face. Aw, thanks, Blue Wren. You can already see Maggie and her beautiful personality coming through in the sculpture. You're so nice. Casey has a question on the subject of graphite powder. What do you think are the benefits of using it? graphite as much? Oh, it's wonderful. I used it a lot 
for my scars project that I did, the portraits of the elderly women that were like on toward tissue paper. It's more subtle. It's softer than graphite than charcoal powder. Charcoal powder also is a slightly different color. It's more black. I found the graphite powder, it's almost like a warmer black. It's not quite as cold as black you will get in charcoal powder. All right, we're gonna see where this goes. I don't know, I feel sort of invested now. Do people want to see a second Maggie stream? Or the other option is I could just finish it off stream. And you can all take a look, of course. So tell me in the chat who here wants a second Maggie stream. And who here would like to see me do it off stream? I can definitely do either. It's hard because I always want variety in our streams, but I know people do like seeing those, I don't know, what do you call them? Last moments <laughs> of the piece and how that actually plays out. I mean, I just always feel like those finishing streams are sort of boring because it's like not a lot happens because the changes you make are, are so minor. They're just not as dramatic. Okay, I'm gonna do a little bit more clay and then I think I'm gonna really model and, cause right now I'm not really modeling. I'm more just adding stuff and that's not really the same thing. So I'm trying to figure out if maybe She needs a little more work on the modeling part. I mean, I know she does. <laughs> Duh. Oh, she keeps losing this paw. What the heck? Come on. Might have to glue that down later. You know, and she could use a little more articulation here on the bone. Let's get this really articulated. I don't know. I kind of want to just keep going. This is just, I, I don't know. I feel like it's like just now starting to not come together necessarily, but it's like starting to make a little more sense to me now that there's so much stuff here on it. Maybe I'll just keep going. It's going to be a long stream but whatever. I mean, this stuff takes time. And, you know, I'm glad to have the feedback from you guys because a lot of you tell me how much you appreciate the streams that don't have any editing, live streams, as opposed to say, 
streams where they just they just cut out everything. It's like, yeah, we didn't make any mistakes this whole time. It's like, no. <laughs> I mean, sure, it's more tedious to watch a stream like this, but I don't know. What what I do like about it is it, it does, like, this is it. This is the process. We're not hiding anything. We're going to just show everything. I'm kind of curious, maybe if I let it dry on purpose, there's going to be, I mean, I don't know if that would actually work. <laughs> we have to see if it actually does. And actually, I'm going to, I'm just going to carve away some of this dust because it is getting hard for me to see her form. So let's just scrape away some of that stuff. Especially the graphite powder. That's so gross. See, I'm not even looking at the reference photo now. I, I'm just making it up. <laughs> I don't know, like I think sometimes people think they have to stay glued to the reference photo, otherwise they think they might like mess it up, but that's actually not the case. Sometimes a departure from the reference photo is exactly what you need. Dane's Dwelling says, bring on the long stream. I don't think it's tedious at all. It gives us a super authentic look into a relative process without all the editing of regular social media. I keep seeing on TikTok, there are so many videos where they'll say to you, eight hours of painting in five seconds. I don't know. And at that point, I'm sort of like, why don't we just look at the finished painting? <laughs> like, like, do we, what are we really gaining here from seeing that? I mean, I guess some people find the time lapses um, entertaining or, you know, they're, they're sort of fun and satisfying, but from a learning point of view, nah, not so much. Oh, geez, my hands are horrible. Of course, now I made Maggie's white sections a little bit too dark. Let's see if I can scrape back a little bit. She just has this like really cute little shape down the middle, which I want to preserve. Oh, yeah, like that's totally starting to look like her now. <laughs> Here we go. And she needs something a little bit of white up here 
on her brow. It's not really white, but it definitely makes her brow stick out more. So I'm going to layer that in there and then I'm going to try to work it in. So right now it's not sticking great, but maybe if I just keep carving it into the other clay, maybe that'll do it. <laughs> okay, see now. Do you guys see how now you can see like, okay, that's more her brow. Yeah, because I, I didn't feel like I did a great job of showing her facial structure earlier. Yeah, let me just scrape this down. This is getting too dirty. Oh, and wow, you can actually start to see her nose now. I was having trouble with the nose, but I feel like now I, I sort of understand where those nostrils are. A little confusing at first. You see, I wonder if there's just going to be like a social media like backlash at some point where I don't know, maybe people won't want to curate anything anymore and everybody will be doing live streams. But I don't know. I, I think some people are deeply uncomfortable with showing the mess and i was too when i first started making videos that was exactly what i did i mean totally get it but from a learning point of view it's not the best way to learn and i get it not everybody's trying to teach necessarily and that's fine Oh, this is kind of fun. I'm doing some of her flub. That's cute. So I'm trying to pull out her um, nose right now, I'm trying to get the nostrils to be a little rounder and separate her mouth. Actually kind of looks like her oh my gosh <laughs> wow i never thought i was gonna get there oh my gosh i'm so surprised like all of a sudden it kind of looks like her oh i really want to do a bust now maggie you'd be such a good bust see like i think buddy would be really hard because He's got so much fur and, and Maggie doesn't have all that fur. So actually her form is a lot easier to see. Oh my God, her nose is making sense. What the heck? It's working. It's totally working, you guys. And I'll have to show all of you in the Discord later because you're not seeing a great view right now. Let me see if I can get it a little closer. Look at that. I don't know why it's not focusing. Stupid webcam. 
Oh my gosh, it really, you guys, it's starting to feel like her. Okay, actually now I can go in and try to get, sorry, her hands, her paw to look a little more paw-like. Right now it just looks like a mitten. Isn't that funny how you work on something and then at some point it just starts to work? I mean, I don't know if it's going to stay that way, but this is better than what I had before, for sure. Oh, and she's got some wrinkles up here, too. Probably should try to get her brow. Probably want to spread some of this white. Because it is a pretty particular shape. <laughs> Maggie, look at you! <laughs> Yeah, I can't believe it either, Manette. Like, what the heck? What happened? <laughs> Sarah says, this is so much fun to watch. I wasn't sure if I would last this long, but I'm riveted. Oh, good. <laughs> Mike Davis says, slowly but surely getting back in touch with my creative artistic self. Your videos are so helpful for that. Thank you. Yeah, I hope we can give some of you a little nudge. Because honestly, sometimes that's all we need. We don't need something dramatic. We just need to be told, hey, get up and do it. Dwayne's Dwelling says, time lapses are satisfying, but I think they cause the general public to devalue an artist's time. Plus, it takes so much more time just to film it that way. Yeah. And, you know, something with all the AI stuff, that has been going on oh yikes we're we're going into new territory there which is a little bit terrifying yeah we have to do maggie's bust seven angelic because <laughs> you know there's a limit to how much i can do here because of scale but um yeah she would be really really funny So this is my favorite tool. It's a Kemper tool. And I really like it because you can dig under. You can, it does very well with like undercuts. Oh, that's what I'm missing. You know, she has a lot more head on this side. Oh, shoot. Just add a little more. See, I feel like I definitely am spending way too much time on the head. I know I can't help it. I just, I don't know. Part of me feels like that that's so much of her personality is in her head, the way it's smushed. And that's okay. You know, you don't have to 
show everything. Or, or even you don't have to sculpt everything to the same degree of finish. In fact, let's get on that. So let's go back to these parts of the body. And I think I'm just going to go in. I'm just going to rub, rub, rub. Because I, I have the color down now. But now it's a matter of focusing that color. Oh, and I do want to try rubbing it on with... Um, graphite powder let's see if that works a little better now because you know what i think it was i think the graphite powder it didn't look great when i put it on the terracotta but i'm noticing let's try this let's put it on her butt let's make her butt black <laughs> right maggie I'll give you a black butt so here let's try this Like that, that actually is quite manageable to put it there. I think that's better. So putting down the brown over the red and then putting the graphite powder over that. See, like this leg, I really want this to look bony. So maybe here... See, like this isn't this is a little bit dry, but I could still press into it. That that's actually quite doable. And really that's enough. I, I don't need it like super wet to get it to do that. So right now I'm just doing these impressions. So I can really show the boniness of her leg. Hopefully that's coming across. Like, I'm just fascinated by all these bony structures, and I, I don't have any experience with animals the way I do with human anatomy. So this is uncharted territory for me, I suppose. Okay, there. Hopefully I've given her a little bone now. And, you know, maybe in here she's got, like you can sort of see her musculature here. Yeah, like that totally is fine. So even though it's getting dry, I can still with a tool, I mean, like I wouldn't want to go in and have to like do that beginning part right now, but, um, you know, I'm done enough with the form that it's okay. Like, I'm not really doing anything that dramatic anyway. Yeah, so this, this is more like her bone. And this is her silly tail. I love her tail. It's so cute. It's so little. It's like this little nub. I actually think I made it a little too big. But whatever. That's okay. Let me get rid of all this crap. I feel like a lot of the colors on the wood are making it a little hard for me to see. So let's just, let's just do a little cleaning. Oh, maybe I could do that. Um, God, this foot does not want to stay.
it's really not being easy. So this got a little dirty. I think I can just go in and scrape some of it off. Or I suppose I could even paint on this afterwards. Oh, that stupid paw, come on, go back. So I actually have a, a wet paper towel here. Let's just go in, just clean some of this. There's this much crap everywhere. Ah. I'm going to have to glue that down. That piece is not staying. around the back oh I think I want to do a little more muscle because really like that's her thigh is pretty muscly so let's take this spot just do some pushing gentle pushing in this direction yeah like that that's starting to feel like it has more structure to it than before So my thought is that the bones are, are just a small moment of clarity that I can have. Whoops, sorry. Get that camera position a little better. And up here, I'm actually going to remove some of this because I can see there's some of her pattern that I want to expose. So that's, that's actually kind of fun, <laughs> taking that off, scraping that off. Now I can more direct the direction that I want those patterns to go in. And it does feel more deliberate, I think. I'm glad I did the color. You know, even if it didn't look good, I would still be glad, but this is fun. Like this is making me want to do more sculpture with colored clay. I don't know, I guess in a lot of sculpture programs, this is not really something that they would ever teach. I feel like it's either that like traditional figurative sculpture tradition, or it, it's like, you know, not figure modeling, in which case it's, you know, sculpture that's assembled or whatever. But this is really fun. I feel like this is more what you see with polymer clay that people expect to see. Oh, yeah, and I do, I really like the graphite powder, just as like a little touch on top of the brown. So actually, I want to put quite a bit of it on the ear. And maybe even more around the bottom of the butt. Would be good. Okay, let's see the back view. It's a little higher.
Let's go even higher. Okay, good. Yeah. Let's do more. Oh, that's sweet. Ooh, isn't that cool? Okay, so that's what it was. I think it was just the graphite powder against the red clay didn't do great, but when I added it to the brown clay, it actually did pretty well. Okay, she's getting like really, really textured. So I think I'm gonna try to cut back on that a little. I just want this little spot of her thigh to be more clear. So that her, her thigh is like really clear cut. Yeah, it's really setting up. Yeah, see now like here, like if I press in, it doesn't cut away because it's starting to set up. So let's go around. I just want to carve the, the like bottom part here because that's sort of like the contact point. I want her to look nice and smushy. I really want to show the, the pressure, like her body pushing into the surface like that. Yeah, so this part was covered by the uh, couch. So I'm just going to fill some brown clay here so that at the very least, just color-wise, it's darker and it doesn't feel like such a big presence. And maybe what I'll do is push this down a little more and cut more severely down here. And that at least is kind of believable, I think. Yeah, I don't think I need a second stream. I think I'm going to finish her. I mean, definitely not the same type of technique as if I was just sculpting her out of the plastiline. But this was like super fun, you guys. And I'll, I think I'm just going to put the brown clay down here all the way at the bottom just to darken it again, like that other area. And then maybe some um, graphite powder. Get that in there. How about a little bit of graphite powder? I can't believe I sculpted her. This is so funny, you guys. I, really, this is like one of the funniest things I've ever done. <laughs> well, because I just don't think you see a lot of like figure modeling 
things of dogs. Like most of the time it's all figure, like portraits and stuff. And then oftentimes animals is like polymer clay. And this, so this is sort of a funny hybrid. Okay, let's just, again, another sweep just to clean up. Because I think that edge, that contact point where the um, sculpture is touching the base is pretty important. So that that's always something that you don't want to just leave. Oh, stupid paw. Actually, that now is good. <laughs> the pause there, I can go in and fix this stuff. All right, so maybe it's a good thing that the paw wouldn't stay. Okay, this is really, really funny, you guys. All right, now, last thing. I'm just going to go through... And see if there's any last minute like real like modeling. And you know something? I'm not gonna look at the reference photo. Not at all. I'm just gonna come here and I'm just gonna sculpt whatever I think I need to sculpt. Like this thigh. Does it look like that? I have no idea. <laughs> but I'm just gonna try it like that. And same thing with her shoulder. I'm going to make her shoulder pop a little more than it actually does. Just because why not? And this part, I'm never butting that so many times. That just makes her smush a little bit more dramatically. Home stretch, you guys. I mean, her feet got really dirty. I feel like I'd want to clean that up. But that's something that I don't think would be too hard to do. Oh my gosh! I can't believe it's Maggie! You guys, look at her! This is, like, so hilarious. All right, you guys, there she is. Maggie, you did a good job. <laughs> I might do a couple finishing touches, like just little bits, but I think she's done. I, I think uh, mostly because the clay is done. Like I'm not sure I can really do that much more at this point. Oh, look at her. Oh, you're so funny, Maggie. <laughs> I still want to refine the, the eyes a little bit more. She still needs some specifics, just, just because I love her face and I want it to be better. But yeah, we definitely need a Maggie bus stream. <laughs> Fluff of smush. <laughs> Brazen's asking, how can you seal and finish this with all the graphite on the board and all? I don't know. That's a good question. I mean, I don't generally seal um, air dry clay pieces. I mean, what I could do, 
I could probably take her off the board. I mean, there's not a lot holding her here. I could probably do that and put her on another board. That might be what I do because, yeah, the graphite powder is really, really messy. All right, everybody, remember, we still have a couple spots in our March workshops this weekend. Transform your art into merchant prints, collage, and mixed media experience. We have a couple spots left. We are also doing registration for our April workshops. That registration is due this Friday. And by the way, everybody, today we're skipping the Discord chat because I'm so freaking tired. <laughs> so I will, however, go in and post some of those photos. But I got a big mess to clean and I need to get up in the morning. But thank you all so much. Please join our Patreon group. We have such a great time in there. It's like 24-7 art party. You can share your art in weekly voice sessions. You can get support and critiques from me. And it's really nice to find support in a small group of artists. And remember, ArtProf has services, artist calls, portfolio critiques, statement editing, personal art curriculums. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out. I'll see you next time. Bye.